Welcome, dear listeners and fellow K-drama lovers, to your favorite critical K-drama podcast, the K-drama Feuilleton podcast with me, Maxu, and my lovely co-host, Sally. In today's episode, we are discussing the very current drama, King's Affection, Yonmo, which is still ongoing at the moment, actually. We'll be discussing the gender swap or gender bender topic and its implications, ancient languages, and Judith Butler's theory of gender performativity. And all of that, of course, with references to this outstanding drama. You can look forward to a lot of banter and obviously some swooning. Enjoy, everyone! Hello! Welcome to our episode on King's Affection, Yon Mo, Yay. Very which, excited about uh, this one. is still airing at the moment we are recording. And yes. I actually we... didn't finish all the uh, uploaded episodes yet, but uh, you will. we yeah, plan to focus on uh, one topic today, mm. and so that should not be a problem. <laughs> Inshallah. I will just quickly introduce the drama a little bit, which uh, is still airing on KBS2 at the moment. And also new episodes are streamed on Netflix. Thank God. On... <laughs> yes, actually in Korea, it's airing on Mondays and Tuesdays, but I think Netflix uploads them a bit later. Mm. Uh, yes. I think, no, I think Mondays and Tuesdays as well. It's the same. Actually. Oh, I see. Uh, it's the same days. I'm not sure about the time, maybe a bit later from the time, but mm. I think Mondays and Tuesdays. Yes. So um, what else do we have to <laughs> mention? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's based on a webtoon that Sally uh, read a summary of, uh, but I didn't know it was based on a webtoon. No, I think it's mentioned actually in the beginning of the of each episode. They uh, mentioned the, the writer of the episode. Mm. Um, who is Sally? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the writer of the uh, webtoon is Lee So-yong. Mm. Um, and the screenwriter who like adapted it for television um, is Han Hee-jung. And mm. um, that's the same screenwriter from a drama called Clean with Passion for Now, which I haven't seen, but I know of it. I don't, do, do you know about that? No, uh, not, not the English title. Uh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. I think I don't know. It not an English title. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ah, sound familiar. I'm already <laughs> studying very hard, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And the director is Song Hyun Uk. Um, oh. also the I director. think it's the first time we, we actually introduce all the directors and know, writers' but, names, but it's important. Yeah. yeah, it's very important. Yeah, and he he was the director for many dramas actually, um, but some you may know is called Beauty Inside, My Shy Boss, and Revolutionary Love. So all kind of um, rom like romances or rom coms, really. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we have the actors. We have the actors. So, mm. uh, Park Eun-bin plays the king, crown prince. <laughs> right, mostly the crown prince later yeah. becoming king, apparently. And, uh, yeah, there is a role of her young self, mm. Tami. Mm. Well, we don't know her name. <laughs> the actor's <laughs> name. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways. Any child, Man. a random child Actors. picked up from the street. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, I think we were mentioning in one other uh, occasion that actually the child actors are quite good, right? I think amazing. we talked about that before. Yeah, mm. but also I think in this drama, like really amazing, like child, child yeah, acting, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It was really good, and yeah, mm. especially well, second, especially yeah. the the actor that plays or the actress that plays her as a little child. Mm. Really good, yeah, her. But also, I think the the first main lead, yeah, it's very positive character. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he comes across as very nice. Actually, I f I found him annoying. <laughs> really, <laughs> as an adult or as a, as a child? No, actor? as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why something about him I found slightly annoying, uh, but you know. Hmm. Anyways, just, yeah. Well, the male, <laughs> the the male lead uh, is played by Ron, and he's a boy yeah. band member of the group yes. SF9, which is apparently planning a comeback. Oh, that is important to know. Yes, <laughs> and he mm. plays uh, the. Kangsa, yeah, the teacher of the crown prince and later king. Ooh. Mm. And he's <laughs> apparently very smart and all like studious and studious. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of him to be fair. Like he's he's great. Also the actor. I think he's very handsome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I already really liked him in Extraordinary You, uh, where he played the male lead as well extraordinary mm. you i didn't like the drama necessarily a lot but i liked him <laughs> i see <laughs> i that didn't recognize sense. him with the handbook actually i think i watched extraordinary you but uh yeah i didn't know it was the same person oh. i think yeah i think historical dramas are always a bit like confusing for me <laughs> with oh poor max another <laughs> historical drama <laughs> no <laughs> i don't watch that many years uh, <laughs> no i uh i appreciate your sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> well you can guess it was sally's uh suggestion to watch this one and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> to catch and... up but actually uh, i enjoyed it actually i was kind of binge watched uh mm. most of the early episodes and then yeah after hometown cha-cha-cha and then squid game i was like well what was happening now and then <laughs> there it was in my algorithm Yeah. <laughs> another historical but that's a good mix actually i think yeah after squid game you it's need quite some, nice actually yeah yeah some nice historical different just, very different just one head chopped off i mean mm. we're not we're quite used to <laughs> it's not too much not too crazy one poison like one no poison. well actually um, what i found a bit cruel in the beginning of the drama there's a they, they killed this one young kurt maid Oh yeah, that is true. There's quite uh, there there is quite a depiction of violence when, against women because this one uh, father, the father of the male lead, is very brutal. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we can talk about him a bit later. I think he's an interesting character. Okay. But um, what I also wanted to say, just in terms of like speaking about dramas currently, also making a little bit of uh, advertisement, and hopefully Max will watch that drama as well. I really enjoy at the moment. It's called Inspector Coup, and it's a it's a great drama. Um, yeah, like okay, 
<laughs> go and watch but it. Not, re not related to. Uh, it's not related at all. <laughs> it's not a historical. Yeah. No, it's mm. not historical, but yeah, amazing drama, and I hope we can make an episode about mm. it. I'd love to. It's also currently airing, so um, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. But yeah, let's let's get back to our King's Affection. Mm. Um, yeah, English done. titles King's King's mm. Affection. Actually, I wonder why is the Korean title so different. <laughs> what is well, so the the Korean title means not dating or something? Does it? What does it? What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's some hancha. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like classical Chinese that I don't Hancha learn. is uh, mm. classical Chinese. Mm, I yes. see. Well, let's yeah. look it. We should check it. <laughs> 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 well, Yon is actually. Like, I thought of uh, Yon Mo. It's like Yon Mut is actually the. Uh, okay, it just says it means like be in love. Be in love. Okay. Oh, okay. Yon Mo. Yon Mo. Mm. Uh, you see Max actually at the moment Maxu he's doing a, he's in Korea to do a course on classical, classical Chinese, Chinese. So but these are quite diff really, difficult characters really say. here we have a, an expert <laughs> sitting in our in-house expert on uh, Hancha <laughs> <laughs> well the good thing about Hancha is that there's always some like symbols like it's called the radical I think in English uh, where mm. uh, for example in this one they have a heart the heart in it so it's Aww. probably some feeling some positive feel, some kind of feeling <laughs> that these characters always have a heart <laughs> that's so cute i love it so also oh, so with the radicals you can derive different meanings but it's the you same can radical. kind of guess meanings because mm. but there are only a few radicals but like mm. water heart uh, tree something like that but you can guess the meaning a bit from yes oh so but, cool mm, yeah i love that amazing not always helps but yeah <laughs> in arabic it's the same actually you can you also like speak of radicals and then you can uh, derive meanings from that if oh. you recognize those radicals mm. Mm. but probably in a different way because it's not like a script it's not as like, yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. but uh, yeah that was oh, our yeah. little linguistic well. excourse <laughs> well bad pre preparation to not know even the, <laughs> the meaning of the dramas oh i go i go yeah you, you you didn't have to like <laughs> confess it i don't spell know spell it out <laughs> well now we know <laughs> no but i always see they write it only in hangul and this word, oh. word is not used in it's classic, not a... just hangul but uh i see yeah you need to know the hunter hmm. i see well i found it interesting to like go back to my <laughs> program at the moment because they were reciting certain classical texts right and that's also kind oh, of a yeah. key part of the drama when she cannot read and then he copies her the text with hangul so that she can read it oh see it's um, very relevant to your it is quite relevant <laughs> but they were also citing uh so when they're the, the crown prince and, and mm. one of his teacher not the main lead but mm. they were reciting a text that i'm currently reading reading and no translating to <laughs> oh my god which is a very oh. basic text which doesn't really make sense that the crown prince read it but <laughs> oh 
that's amazing i didn't know that that's really cool it was very cool yeah Whoa. is I it like a Conf- confucian text yeah 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 i mean they read they read the confucian classics right and there's mm. one discussion they have about some lotus oh. tree and stuff right <laughs> lotus seed yeah 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 exactly this yeah, is very common lotus thing. Uh, oh, interesting. this is very common to have these like comparisons and... that's really cool it reminds me a bit of when i when i got when <laughs> when we studied history we had, we had to learn latin and then we, we got to read cicero oh uh, yes the original, or caesar like mm. um the the war in like yeah it reminds me of latin or ancient greek as well yeah mm. classical classical languages all the same really <laughs> <laughs> i was saying that to someone here but they couldn't really understand <laughs> <laughs> you know you know the but one you know one you know to latin it reminds me of latin but <laughs> they didn't really like <laughs> but like just just how like the whole translating and like reciting and uh, reading classic like the kind text. of practice of it like mm. how to engage with an ancient yes, language. yes. just want to say is, is there also an, an adjective cum infinitivum <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> the grammar is quite difficult Very different fair. yeah <laughs> well, but yeah surprised. yeah obviously (laughs) (laughs) well that's really cool well that was a small excourse to the texts yes but watching it really interesting i recognize some characters but also the text itself it's quite fun (laughs) that's really fun i was now i wish i could do classical chinese Mm, maybe one day i'm starting with modern korean so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but classical Chinese helps with modern Korean. Everyone who is learning Korean, <laughs> it's always helpful. Should. Okay, okay. Mm. So let's For start with classical Chinese, and then we move on to <laughs> modern. Uh, Korean. But the relationship is a bit like Latin is for European languages. So. Oh well, you know what? That is actually really helpful. Like Latin mm. helped me. Latin lot helps in... with like French mm. or Italian. I think L- also English. Mm. Even. I think it also really teaches you. Um, sorry, this is the last I'm going to say about <laughs> languages. But I think it really teaches you a sense of um, the abstract structure of how languages work. Mm, so um, yeah, yeah, Latin felt, is especially good for that. I think mm, it's very like model language. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like yeah, really only after after doing Latin, I like had a better understanding of my own language, um, other languages that I was already speaking or learning. It it gave you a more kind of structured approach to text yes. as well. Um, yeah, so I th- it definitely. it does definitely help a lot. So everyone, learn ancient languages. <laughs> <laughs> that was our historian <laughs> but yeah i think uh watching historian dramas historical dramas would actually hmm, mm, kind of nice. well connect well to that kind of yeah hmm. same if you watch like medieval or classic like roman i don't know roman empire films and, yeah uh, they quote latin and, and all that so here or, we have yeah. like classical texts really cool yeah i didn't even think about uh yeah you doing that course at the moment that might be relevant but here we go <laughs> you can thank yeah. me later everything is relevant <laughs> at some point <laughs> okay well we have to introduce oh, the last oh we had last so so, so much oh we have oh, yeah. other things so to much. say yes yeah, sorry mm. Mm. 
Oh no, I just I just want to say so much wisdom in only 15 minutes. You can only get that <laughs> at the K Drama right. Fairy Tone podcast. Right, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where your source for wisdom and <laughs> about ancient ancient advertisement language. For <laughs> We're not paid by anyone, by the way. This is no product placement. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get oh yeah let's get into the into the story so the plot, plot yeah i think you should yeah the like plot a, a bit more mm. a little synopsis um so i'm gonna start with it and then max feel free to jump in whenever um but basically we're dealing here with a classic gender swap switch drama which uh, there are quite a few of, not all of them are in historical settings, some are in modern settings as well, like Secret Garden is a popular one, or Coffee Prince, I think. Is that also Jonas Swap, right? And then Coffee Prince and, and uh, To the Beautiful You. To the Beautiful You, You Are Beautiful. So it's a, yeah, it seems to be a very popular, like, plot device or like kind of topic the kind of whole gender switching which is why we thought it was interesting but yeah back to the synopsis in this case we have um a set of twins gets born uh, a prince and a princess um and really what happens is that uh because of misogyny and patriarchal norms the <laughs> girl gets discarded as in literally they wanted to kill her in the beginning yes. of the drama mm. but then obviously the mother is like well uh, <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not cool can we somehow save her and then i'm putting her of... a, a poisoned needle in her neck and then <laughs> she might survive or not <laughs> exactly it's quite brutal it's quite it brutal. Is very brutal <laughs> so brutal but hey she survives and then she gets you know like sent somewhere else like i think to some monastery or somewhere um, to a temple, I think. Yeah. To a temple, yeah, to a temple. Um, and but then what happens? And then obviously the the king is told, yeah, only the 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 man survived, and you know you only had a son, you never had a daughter. Blah blah blah. Mm. So a lot of tox toxic stuff there <laughs> at the beginning. They um, they justify it as saying that uh, king or crown prince should never share the womb. With a, <laughs> with with a, a woman, with a woman. <laughs> it's really quite uh, disgusting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I wonder oh. if it was two like male twin. Like, what would happen then? Oh, oh interesting. Would they also kill the younger one then? It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. We could we could mm. do some research about that. <laughs> but they were saying in the drama there never been twins in the, in the uh, royal family royal family blood yes yeah so maybe there weren't many <laughs> um, <clears throat> but then what we happens prove that at oh, some point. Mm. yeah and then we kind of jump ahead in time uh, when they are kind of around how old will they be there like 12 11 10 years old yeah like, around 10 I would around say. 10 mm. years old um and as fate had it like that 
girl is like coming back to work at the palace because her temple burned down or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> something like that. And I think the, the the monk died who took care. Of oh her. no! And then, but then she comes to the palace of all places, obviously. I know. Yeah, and then she she works at the palace as a court maid or whatever mm. that is. Um, and then yeah, and then obviously she looks exactly the same as her brother, which does not make <laughs> any sense, sense biologically. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they might look similar, but yeah, I mean we know yeah. that identical twins are can only be of the same sex, right? Um, well, I think they didn't pay much attention in their biology classes to write this kind of drama. Really not. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> weird. But you were mentioning that's the same in to what is the beautiful. You are, you are, the, you you are, are beautiful, beautiful. and also beautiful. to the beautiful you is the same. It's the same idea, no? No, like they're she, not twins. Oh, they're, they're not, not twins. twins. They're just siblings. Oh, yeah. Well, but, but oh, in, they're not siblings. It's just a cross dressing. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one you were mentioning with the nun and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in twins. You Are Beautiful, mm. yeah, uh, she is also a twin and supposedly looks exactly the same as her brother. Um. Mm. Anyways, let's just you know. The king, so the, the crown prince, it. then recognizes, uh, sees her, and mm. they uh, change clothes to mm. so that the crown prince can leave the palace for some reasons mm. and uh while they swap clothes for the second time i think then uh the crown prince crown prince is actually killed, killed. by some assassin mm. yeah not the crown yeah but yeah i mean yeah, the, the crown, crown prince, prince but so, dressed up as the court mate this is all very confusing <laughs> this is very confusing <laughs> but that's enough to know i think yeah so basically <laughs> He gets killed while mm. she is standing in for him, pretending to be the crown prince. Mm. And then uh, she finds out that she will have to live her entire life as her brother, as a stand-in for her brother, basically. Because yeah. her mother as said, a as a man, um, mm. and as the king at some point, which is also, you know, like quite extreme <laughs> a lot of pressure there i mean <laughs> from the beginning i really thought this doesn't make any sense like she cannot become the king at some point they must see like that she's no. a woman and no, i mean I'm... there are some biological changes when she would become older and stuff mm. but... well she's binding her breasts and i mean yeah. she's very thin anyway so mm. but yeah so but mm. so, yeah so basically what we end up with is a woman standing in for her, for her dead brother and like being a man and like then just you know going on being the crown prince and on the other hand um just before she became a man in that sense um she met uh the son of one of the people who worked at the palace mm. incidentally the person who kills her brother uh, i mean the father yeah <laughs> God. this is confusing <laughs> they fall in love (laughs) so when she's still a court maid um uh, yes yeah the mentioned textbook is uh given to her (laughs) the classical chinese textbook (laughs) yeah let's focus on the important thing (laughs) okay let's focus on the textbook that's that's basically the reason why they fall in love no (laughs) I think that's such a good take. Uh, <laughs> really, mm. this drama is about textbooks. 
<laughs> also, he gives her a good, like, classical Chinese name uh, called oh, Yonson, uh, standing Yonson. in front of the lotus pond. <laughs> yes, and it means, like, lotus flower or something, no? Yeah, standing in front of the lotus pond. That is the meaning of Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> of the name. <laughs> it means standing in front of the lotus no it's just because they're standing in front of a lotus pond when, when they first her, met yes. no when he gives her the name <laughs> no not when he gives her the name i think when they first met oh yeah no when no also when he gives her the name because they're like out and about and then they're they're in mm. front of a pond and they put in like some lights with wishes or something lanterns oh yeah yeah they are out somewhere uh, uh, mm. maybe maybe True. anyways but i was really <laughs> thinking of that because i also recognized the character there <laughs> well done max anyways <laughs> but this really name good. is not really mentioned later right standing in front of the no well she she like he writes it down right the name when he gives it mm. to her and so she she cherishes it a lot because as a court maid she was never given a proper name. Yes, um, and as a crown prince, you also don't receive a name. Actually, after only even not as a king, you don't have a name. <sighs> but only after you die, and then Correct. they give you a name posthumous. <laughs> That's so interesting. Oh my god! Yeah, because you're it just a king. The title yeah. is important. Crown oh. prince, king. What does oh. what what does crown prince mean? Seta. Seja. Mm. Chua. Chua. I'm not sure if Seja means just prince or crown prince. Mm. But yes. And then there's Abba Mama. <laughs> Abba Mama. Yes. That's, that's how he calls his dad, no? Abba Mama. Mm, no, that's the, that should be the mother, I think. Oh, I th I'm oh. not sure. <laughs> the titles are very confusing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so we have this crazy story of, um, as you already hear, it, it, it can be, I mean, obviously, it's when you watch it, it's not, yeah. it's not confusing. When you talk about it, it can be quite confusing. Um, but in the end, we end up with the grown-ups, uh, Pak und Vin, playing a woman in disguise as a crown prince man. Yeah. And Uru uh, Un, he's the male lead mm. and he's the... He returned from China, uh, yeah. studying there, and yeah. uh, is apparently very good mm. scholar, but and he his... just works as a physician. Mm. Mm. And his name is Chong Jiun. Chong Jiun. Chong Jiun. And um, yeah, and then he uh, works exactly as the kind of tutor, and then um, he still remembers that girl he fell in love with when he was 10 years old um, and it's it's all they were mentioning it's his first love yeah <laughs> exactly it's, it's, his, it's his first love which we know is a very big thing and mm. um, also he never really knew what happened to that girl because they were meant to meet but then she could never come because she had to pretend to be the crown prince I mean who would have thunk? Who would have thought of that? Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't make it. I uh, need to be uh, pretending to be the crown prince. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so. It's also very dramatic, though, when they then, oh. like, he meets her, she being dressed up as the crown prince, says oh. goodbye, and she's crying, and like, here, oh. you have your dices back. Sorry. Oh, yeah. She couldn't yeah. make it. <laughs> oh my god it's so true yeah it's very dramatic <laughs> it's very dramatic oh yeah 
these dice as well. Yeah, anyways, so they part as <laughs> children <laughs> and they, they they meet again as adults and um, yeah. actually they meet when she looks like a woman because, you know, she's a... Kind of. We don't kind know of. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in a pond she, she has kind her of hair covers, down yeah. mm. and he thinks she's a court mate, basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then they flee and whatever and then they meet again finally in the palace within their formal roles of him being the crown prince well her being no the they crown meet prince. in the they meet in the courtesan house sorry <laughs> to, to, to oh yeah right 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 no it's true it. yeah <laughs> but um so then yeah, they the meet kissing, in the courtesan house kissing. yeah mm. and then uh, but then they meet in the palace within their actual roles and then Mm, in the Curtison house, she he is introduced as the crown prince. Yeah, but Jong Jong Jiun is not introduced as the royal tutor. He's just some uh, some doctor. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Right. No, yeah. Mm, Which, yeah, but mm. it's true in the Curtison house. Uh, he finds out. Oh my God, that hot chick is the crown prince. <laughs> what? Not <laughs> 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 But at that time, he was he was wearing man's clothes, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was, mm. um, and. Yeah, and then they meet in the palace. <laughs> Jung Joon is forced to be the tutor of the crown prince. And then they kind of, I mean, probably they've been in love since uh, they've been children. So they just, re, you know, discover their love for each other. So they're, they're clearly mm. meant to be together. And they're clearly, there's a lot of flirting going on, a lot of kind of eye contact and excitement yes, yes. and while well, they should actually be studying the classics <sighs> exactly no. the classic text again <laughs> it's all about those texts thank you max for <laughs> he's actually <laughs> writing her some also some hanshi some classical chinese poem to her mm. about some rain which i find oh. quite random but <laughs> also to show his love right that's what the yeah. uh, noble people did at the time that's quite nice mm. it's a bit like a nice, medieval yeah. version of a of yes a write a poem a for minne. me yes yeah. minne. Mm. wow exactly. um, so many comparisons oh my god so comparable yeah. points yeah. that's what happens when two uh historians, <laughs> historians chat talk about <laughs> historical stuff <laughs> <laughs> Can we criticize the non-historical things like as like a okay okay this short. is our category this is really should be a um, a category <laughs> a short for category yes. a, a category for any as historical long. drama we are reviewing because Max mm. <laughs> <laughs> needs to get that off off his chest before we can move on so please here comes our category uh, well things. mostly like uh, anachronisms. Mm. Distur oh. Most disturbing was just uh, football, <laughs> soccer. <laughs> they playing again. <laughs> it's oh, very disturbing. God. I knew, I knew it. Like when I watched that, <laughs> I knew like if Max is gonna watch this, he's gonna, he's gonna. It's jump just on very random window. though. Like, why do they have to add these scenes? It's like... Well, <laughs> and early on, like I mean, the other hobbies of the like, like hunting and arrow shooting, and these are all like classical hobbies of a crown mm. prince or a noble mm. young person, boy mm. probably. But this like soccer playing doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, he wasn't playing. So he wasn't playing football. Was. He oh, won. Yeah, like, he I was, mean, the, the, the crown, crown prince, prince was, as a, when he was still right, like, right, the, right. the real crown prince. Like yeah, he was playing football. And then also he was playing footy, like the the uh, eunuchs. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. They were also playing football. I don't understand their role that well, but I didn't know that there were already new children already there. But mm. Mm. yeah, I mean, I, I. But it seems either. historical correct. <laughs> 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 no problem <me>. there. <laughs> you very good. Okay. Any anything else? I mean, obviously chairs. Chairs. What I found chairs. a bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, that and th th there was a scene in like episode eight or something that I or seven, I think, where they go out to a restaurant, some kind of restaurant, and with like kind of double date with the oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. and they eat rice and. And they eat some soup. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. There isn't. There are no restaurants. And also, the crown prince would never eat outside the palace. I think because oh, <laughs> he could yeah. be poisoned, or there could yeah. be any like incidents there. Yeah, it's true. And like additionally, I want to add that the <laughs> that the female, the the like kind of female lead, second female lead. Oh. Like if you don't, if you count a crown prince as a first female lead which is yes yeah. yes but anyway yeah. okay well the the <laughs> one who shows some interest in in the doctor she mm. is very like she is way too mm, like That's portrayed as too uh, uh straightforward for <laughs> i don't know she kind of like says to her father like please Let me go to the palace and see this oh. physician, and then yeah. she goes out shopping with them. This is like, this is like really. <laughs> she has a lot of she has a lot of agency. Yeah, that's a bit too much. Like normally, unmarried women would stay in the house most of the time. Like how sad it might is quite sad, but yeah, that is the reality of chosen mm. uh, mm. women. And it doesn't, there is no way that she could like, alone with a man run go around. to the palace or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, with talking with the politicians or the guards or anyone there. Right, 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 right. Interesting. Well, that was one a good big take. thing that I yeah. noticed. But anything yeah. you noticed? Or? Yeah. Only other thing I noticed, which I thought was quite funny, is um, like the hat of the king gets kind of squashed and one of the oh, yes. kind yeah. of runs off with his cousin who's the second male lead who's in love with her slash him them mm. whatever um <laughs> and then he's like oh my god i'm gonna go and like get you a new hat and then he just walks yeah. off like you know there's a hat shop where you just go to <laughs> and buy yourself a new hat do you mean <laughs> uh, that and could exist though i don't i'm not sure about so. that But do you yeah, think, think they were like proper, like whenever I see all these market scenes, like with all these uh, things just laid out, like a little like shop or whatever. But they have, I'm not I think sure. they have been markets, but not maybe for this. But it's kind more of like, like food, food, probably more food related. Yeah. And then maybe one person has also a bit of other like stuff, but it's not mm. like this is a shoe shop and this is a uh, whatever True. shop and this yeah. is a hat shop. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I find that, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not an expert on shops in Chosun, but <laughs> just from a, yeah, kind of pre-capitalist mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. society. I think that I, is similar to the restaurant scene, yeah, because this is very modern understanding of... Yeah, the marketplace. Yeah. And, mm. Yes. The, I, I noticed one other small thing about... Uh, when the when the Chinese the scene with the Chinese, I think they they were mentioning that that they uh, were going to acquire some land there and Aww. want to develop it, and it just sounded very <laughs> like very modern. <laughs> they used the word kebab in Korean, uh. which is like it's used in like 
urban Meals, development, yeah. like <laughs> planning, like <laughs> these kind of take. We have this district and we want to develop it, like. But this oh, is not used amazing. for for yeah. land and that time. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So I did not notice that clearly. That's a, that's a small <laughs> part that I. Yeah. Okay. I thought like this whole concept. Okay, it makes sense that he wants like oh. some secret army there and stuff. But mm. <laughs> how he said like oh, we want to develop this land. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. No, I agree. That is that is very strange. <laughs> this is a minor thing and then i think one other minor thing which i thought was like like the use of flowers and like how he's like i'm not gonna buy these flowers i'm just gonna like dig them out like from wherever and then he goes in this beautifully like (laughs) he just digs out the flowers (laughs) you're like whoa (laughs) yeah i think flowers didn't play such a big role but trees and and some like Certain flowers did actually. Mm. I think, yeah, as a, the, the lotus uh, flower, for example, that that was kind of symbolic uh, mm. flowers. And then the national flower in Korea is kukwa. It's what is it? Uh, English word of it. Well, that is also one symbolic that was always used in the mm. palace, for example. Some trees, mm. certain trees like pine trees and and stuff are also like used in the palace a lot. Mm. actually there are some there's some symbol symbolic, symbolism uh, mm. symbolism behind that interesting but not these flowers that he had i think these were just really like decorative ones yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure mm. um yeah so i think we can well these lay to, like put to bed all of these yes historical uh, rant over <laughs> <laughs> and now come to a topic the gender gender trouble yes yes gender trouble Maybe you can introduce the mm. title of it with Judith, but I mean it's a title that is used by Judith Butler, right? Judith yeah, Butler. exactly. It's uh, it's I think one of like probably her most uh, famous book. Um, it's called Gender Trouble. Um, something diversion, feminism, and identity. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> no, it's called Gender Trouble: Feminism and the Subversion of Identity. From uh, nineteen version of it, that makes sense. yeah. It's from nineteen ninety, and she was born in nineteen fifty six. She's an American philosopher and gender theorist, and or like feminist theorist, whatever you want to call it. And she, yeah, is kind of one of the her theory about gender performativity, kind of was the one of the founding texts for like queer theory mm. as well um and yeah she is very popular in korean feminism actually mm. like even though she is kind of 90s like or korean relatively (laughs) old in a sense for yeah western feminism maybe but Mm. uh she is still like very popular here she was very influential uh, Mm. she did an interview in ebs uh a few weeks ago actually really? <laughs> and there was a big discussion around it because the anti-feminists which are, oh who are very God. strong in korea they must be raging <laughs> they were <laughs> saying oh ebs like the educational broadcast should not uh, spend their money on inviting some feminists and this is our tax money <laughs> oh, God, <that laughs> something like that so reactionary <laughs> but yeah the interview oh. received some positive critique i mm. think from the from the feminists yes. yeah of course yeah i mean she's 
she's she's quite she's quite uh she's quite a legend i mean uh, yeah. she she <laughs> she writes very i think she 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 writes a bit wanky in the way she writes her texts i don't really it's a bit you hard know, to understand it it's very dense it's quite hard to understand to engage with the mm. text um but i definitely yeah give her credits for her work on um identity and gender performativity and mm. um, the body is also important i think like later on yeah. she has this book Body that matter. Bodies that matter That's, on the discursive limits of sex, uh-huh. 1993. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That is still very important for uh, how the body. Well, maybe you can introduce it better. I'm not a fem- I'm an expert on feminist theories, but uh, well, I'm 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 definitely I mean, not an expert com- until like we are again talking to- about expert. <laughs> 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 but as i like very very rough understanding of it is that uh, like these old feminists as mm. simone de beauvoir would argue that actually uh gender it's like the concept about gender mm. is constructed but yeah what butler is arguing i think is that also like natural bodies mm. are constructed in a sense like mm. how we perform like how we are yeah. behaving these yeah uh, where these seemingly natural things are also yeah. constructed mm. no that exactly a very rough take on it <laughs> it's a very good take yes. i think yeah no it's, <laughs> so basically i think what butler set out to do was that all the feminists kind of in the you know 50s 60s 70s whatever all the all the white feminists uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Butler is white herself. Too. Oh, she is. Yeah, 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 for sure. But basically, they were trying to, well, rightly so, kind of define womanhood as something fixed, like an ahistorical group of uh, or like set of identity. You know, it was kind of the idea that being a woman is an essential thing. Like, you know, being mm. a woman is is uh, is a primordial identity. Like, you cannot like change that like a woman is a woman uh, is a woman or whatever and her idea was to kind of challenge that saying like we don't have like in order to be feminist we don't have to um try and define like you know the borders of what makes a woman a woman or whatever and that um gender and then she goes the the step further to say that actually any gender and uh, in that respect, also sex, biological sex, does not predetermine any should or is kind of socially constructed as in that it is, um, yeah, it is a it is a performance, um, like how we present ourselves, how we modify our bodies, how how we talk, how we walk, all of these things mm. are in the end like a, a performance of yeah, yeah. your your gender, right? Um, and that is a very radical and I would say also kind of post-structuralist idea um, that, you know, that this is kind of like that kind of says there's nothing really in gender or even sex that is biologically determined. It is all socially constructed. Mm. And that means not well, that... I think like the post-constructuralist, the they already like kind of, like just like Foucault would also argue like similarly probably in mm. biopolitics related book which I don't forgot the title mm. <laughs> but yes anyways and uh, but yeah yeah she is really applying that for the fem- like the queer theory yeah 
And I think basically once you go that step and say that where you're, there is nothing, ne you know, determined by nature that makes you act in the way you act or like, mm. you know, once you go that step, then, and I think that's also what's so important for queer theory and like the idea of that, you know, it doesn't have to be like gender doesn't have to be binary. It doesn't have to be mm. a man and a woman that is determined by some perceived and natural, like the bounds of nature, you know, determined by sex or whatever that you're born with but that gender identity if it is a performance can actually also be changed in a way or express itself in different ways or um yeah that it's not like bound but it's but also i think she's making a point that it's not you can't just you know like wake up and say oh i'm this or that today like it is it is very much uh, also a um policed way mm. like how society polices certain behaviors as um yeah kind of being wrong or normal or not normal and that we are very much living in a in a cis heteronormative yeah, um, yeah, yeah. society that um you and know we are still also kind of patriarchic obviously oh yeah definitely yeah. patriarchal of course i think um, she would mm. white supremacist um Right, right. What else? <laughs> What else <laughs> negative <laughs> do we have? <laughs> no, but I mean, for our drama, like if we apply it to the drama in a sense, like yes, they're still in this society. Obviously, that's an ancient society, but they have many like stereotypes on how one should behave, and mm. then especially what the role of a man is mm. stronger than. Like that of a woman. Obviously, I don't know if we can actually <laughs> apply this theory to, no, to I the think... past so well. But like in a, if we see the drama as like an abstract, uh, like <laughs> how to say? No, I think I think it's it's really mm, text, uh, it's... as a text. If yeah. we see the drama as a text and interpret it as like as a uh, as a cultural product, in a sense. Yeah. No, but I think I think like what the drama does and what it clearly demonstrates. I think um, is that gender in the end is very much performative, right? Because mm. you have a essential woman and all these like gender swap dramas, like some more than others. Um, but yeah, you have this kind of woman that lives her whole life as a man and mm. just by dressing in a certain way, being in a certain environment, behaving in a certain way that is, you know, prescribed to be male or in that sense also male and a crown prince um and yeah and there's nothing like that prohibits her from from doing that right and then she she actually <laughs> well, obviously, obviously there are some rules about well yeah <laughs> I, mean, i mean if if that would come out this is obviously just like unknown bad. right yeah, uh, yeah. yeah no but in just the modern in dramas of... yeah yeah it doesn't really in the modern ones there are some reasons behind it but There are no, there's no punishment in a sense for mm. that. Yeah, but if this would be like revealed, in, in I the mean, field, we don't know yet. But. In the modern dramas, there might be like some punishment in the sense of like being ostracized from the group or yeah. the friends or you know whatever for that kind of behavior. True. Um, but I think the interesting thing in the King's Affection is that also our main male lead, Jong Ji Un. He's hmm. falling in love with a crown prince when he has no idea that he's actually a woman, right? 
So that's yeah, yeah, a very, yeah. um, it's a very modern take, or not modern take, but like, yeah, very much this take on love that nothing, like love is not um, at all bound to a person, bound, bound uh, to gender, a gender uh, sex. or sex yeah. or, mm. you know, how a person acts or not, that love is very much, you know, it's, it's on a spectrum and, yeah. you know, anyone can fall in love. Kind of anyone. sapiosexual in a sense, <laughs> like, like attracted to the person. Uh, is that yeah, the yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, think so, I th so very, yeah, very much so because yeah, he knows that it's actually <laughs> he doesn't know, but I mean, mm -hmm. in his unconsciousness, he still yeah. probably is in love with this girl young from girl back, uh, back in the day. But then the character or like the personality, yeah, uh, or the soul, we don't know. It's <laughs> can we no. compare it though to like? Uh, the I other thing it's I wanted to say, which I also like, absolutely loved in this drama, is that also the like there's a woman that falls in love with uh, the crown prince, who's a woman. Mm. Like, so there's also like this dimension, which I really liked. I mean, if it would be like my story, I would have never like made anyone recognize that she's actually a woman, <laughs> like, because then we have two, two, like yeah, two half gay people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But then also not, yeah. Anyways. But I mean, she is just like dressing up though. So because I was thinking like mm. from a transsexual like perspective, it's not that she like change actually does a transition or anything, right? So no, I mean, she's not a, a man in a woman's body. Like what? what uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't feel. She just. It's mm. more like dressing up, like like queer like what is it called cross-dressing yeah cross-dressing right. yeah it's cross-dressing but then also i do think i mean does i she wonder want to be, does she want to be a man or is she just like yeah i mean some scenes you see her kind of looking at women's things and being a bit like oh yeah know, exactly and, that, and i didn't like these scenes because i thought this is like yeah. very much but then there was lining mm. that she still has a woman womanly female side to her and yeah and she is not this man that you can see on the outside yeah <laughs> like that. i didn't mm. like i didn't like that and uh also like what i was saying before that it's really like bound to the two genders and mm. there's no like in between as butler would yeah suggest it it's just well, either they, you are a man or you're a woman and yeah although I, I wonder like if she's like you know this woman that lives like as a man then she is kind of something in between isn't she because then also if you live your whole life as a man and then like for example there's this one scene in a later episode so you probably haven't seen it where um, she was in women's clothes and then she changes back into male clothes and the, then she says, oh, finally some clothes in which I feel more comfortable. <laughs> oh, okay. Because okay. she's so used to wearing the mantle. Uh -huh. mm. <laughs> I think so, yeah. And I don't know. But I think also the actress does a splendid job of portraying this character, actually, because she's, she's very... The, like, when mm. we have, like, the big... I don't know the the scene when they become adults and like it's like in the second episode I think when they are introduced for the first time and then she goes to these like secret chambers of hers and takes off her clothes and she has these like very wide long dresses and mm. long hair and then also at the hunt when yeah. her hair uh, falls down falls down like, yeah is opening and then she <laughs> looks very female right and mm. others perceive her as female too right the uncle mm. 
mentions like oh she looks like a girl something and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> later actually later the uncle con like also kind of suspects that she uh, he as uh, the crown prince might be gay yeah yeah kind yeah of like i don't know i didn't like these like stereotypical <laughs> yeah no i think that was a <laughs> bit you know obviously Obviously, it's not perfect, right? If you're so, a teenager, obviously. like a male teenager, and you never fooled around with women, you must be gay, like something like that. Yeah, <laughs> so no, obviously, it's a, it's a very no. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, clearly, I think it's a it's a very stereotypical way of looking at, you know, like gay people have to be effeminate or whatever. And I mean, that's also something that Judith Butler says is like not true like that gender mm. and sex and sexuality does not like correspond to each other at all right, right? that um mm -hmm. i mean just like how the outside world but it's just still kind of the same in our society i guess to a certain point sadly yes defined by mm. Mm, society yeah very much so i mean i think always like a a, a great way of um just yeah trying to think about how gender is performative like if that sounds a bit too abstract it's like to think for example if you would see a man dressed like a man but you would see the man with high heels right or like something ah, that yes. is distinctly seen as like feminine. one of my famous like favorite <laughs> i don't know famous favorite movies is usually lawrence anyways i don't know if oh. you've watched it yeah, but, it's uh, at some point he just he has like still short hair and kind of manly clothes, but he has high heels and like mm. lipstick, mm. <laughs> and this is like the first step towards his transition. Or like... Towards his, yeah, 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 mm. right. Mm. Yeah, I think it's no, but I think it's really interesting because anyone walking down the street would like look twice or like still, you know what I mean? Mm. Like being like, well, there's something that's not. It questions the like standard. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's immediately like recognizable. Like, oh, this that that doesn't belong there. Like, this is not. You don't read it mm. as male, so it doesn't it doesn't fit in the thing or like the other way around as well. Um, I mean, fashion obviously is very much moving towards a. Uh, ever more like uh not having really like genders anymore and yeah it's quite it's, it's i think especially in the last years it's been quite already since like some years ago but yeah yes. mm. like i mean they use like different models for like like male models for like female um collections and like some they mm. don't even do a male and a female collection anymore they just do one for collection generally mm. like so there is i think there i think fashion is also quite interesting actually because it is very much a part of the performance right um and the trend is going to what is like this. here in in the historical drama in korea <laughs> the thing is that oh. like men have long hair as well right i think that yeah. is already the same with noktu that we discussed yeah. previously uh they can like just the way they bind the hair as yeah. men makes the difference <laughs> i think it, but that's so interesting right and that because is very really like convenient small... basically yeah. to swap roles yeah yeah because they just need to like change the hairstyle and take yeah. on different like a slightly different a slightly, clothes of the hat slightly <laughs> yeah. slightly different hamburg but also mm. quite similar like the colors and all that are similar yeah yeah mm. there's no like uh yeah so i think it's it's very it's a very interesting drama oh, yeah i think to, for to, that part because it really highlights that again and apparently in the in the webtoon like the the man and the woman like the male lead and the female lead meet each other for the first time when they're 
both are pretending to be the opposite sex, which also I think is quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the webtoon was. It's kind of more complicated than. Yeah, but, definitely. But it also I mean, I reminds been... me a bit of Noctu, actually. To be honest, uh, I didn't think of it at, in the first place because uh, uh, they don't dress up like not both of them. Do but yes. Do yeah actually not do they do dress up both of them. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's why yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. Mm. But in this drama they don't. Mm. Yeah yeah. But what I was wondering actually what is your opinion on why this is a popular genre in Korean dramas like modern ones or historical ones. The the swapping. Think, yeah yeah the gender mm. like changing does it make the story more, more complicated interesting something like that or mm -hmm. do you think it actually appeals to the viewers somehow that they want to imagine like oh what if i mm. was what? a woman yeah <laughs> like, what if our prince was actually if the queen yeah. was actually a, a man or the other yeah. yeah i think it no i think it's it's uh it's a good question and i i mean probably there's like been lots written about it but in my opinion I think it works just so well on different levels because I think it, it works on in a comic way sometimes, right? So it's it's very funny to like, uh, it's, it's a very kind of comedic device to turn something yeah. on its head and then suddenly they find themselves in situations where they're like scrambling. I don't know, oh my God, how do I pretend to go to the loo when I'm a man, but I can't be standing <laughs> up or like, yeah, you know, it, it, it creates situations where... <laughs> where you have to pretend to be and then you know how do you deal with that and all these <laughs> things so i think that works really well in that level there um, is a funny there are some funny scenes and to the beautiful you where she goes to the toilet and <laughs> it's like oh my god all these men what should i do <laughs> well yeah exactly <laughs> or like the changing or rooms to the dressing or room yeah changing rooms and like prepare for the swimming class oh <laughs> uh -huh. yeah 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 so i think Yeah, so I think that is really funny. Um, that works yeah. really well. And then also, I think it's a it's again a bit this idea of love being something transcendental. So it doesn't love is not bound by you know necessarily appearance appearances, yeah. and it's something deeper where people actually like really connect and all these things. Um, and I I think yeah, so I think that's that's also probably some some appeal to that mm. um yeah i don't know what do you think <laughs> well uh as i mentioned i think it's interesting to imagine what if our queen or someone was actually not a man or oh mm -hmm. yeah and how in, in this the king was actually female something like that yeah. maybe actually in few examples like in historical that's what many queer scholars actually argue i'm not mm. sure if this is like this is very uh uh big discussion i think in uh queer approaches to history that yeah. uh there were these two men living together as a couple mm -hmm. but one be pretending to be a woman something like that and yeah. there are some records about that yeah <laughs> on in the countryside and even i think yeah actually for the royal family there are some instances where actually there's a queen mm. ruling but then yeah maybe i'm not sure if they really dress up though <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like just the person but, power. Yeah. but actually yeah. they, they should be a king right so, yeah uh, i think it's yeah but i think these realities. ones are, are really interesting because I do think that probably, most probably in history, 
like these things were way more common than we believe it is from our yeah, today's be, point. Yeah. And because our society today is influenced by such strict, like, you know, gender hierarchies or whatever. Mm. Um, which are very there's specific. all like written in passports and, and all that. Um, you I mean, there's almost like a... By law, yeah, as this there, and that. There's almost like an obsession with it. I mean, also the Victorians mm. and they're so strict and all these things. But really, I think... In like and and then if you think about how history was written or like who it was written by, it was usually like a lot of men with a very particular standpoint, and also it was mm. men, uh, I don't know, in the fifties or forties or thirties or twenties, um, who white men, <laughs> white old men, old white men, anyway, <laughs> who were who were believing themselves to be the most objective, uh, most smart people on earth, and then they would like look mm. at some histories and be like, yeah, of course uh, this must have been a man because I'm a man and. Hey, penises <laughs> rule. So we have always rule, right? So I do think that yes, yes. you know, if by you look at history, by, yeah, looking at who wrote yeah. that history, and then also to be, you know, to say it actually, you know, oftentimes in history, um, especially like being able from a modern, uh, with modern science to look at reevaluate uh, sources mm. again, um, we find that it's actually very different to what we assumed it would be, and that is because we are very much judging from our yeah. Uh, so. and can there I just, might also be mm, not as many sources yeah it's no exactly we barely have any sources i mean if you look at antiquity like there's not a lot of sources we have actually um and mm. um, to go off on and then the one other thing i want to say like um just to make like an example about the science thing and like who wrote history so that i love the story i always tell the story <laughs> 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 I'm obsessed. And <laughs> there's this. Um, there was apparently this archaeological site where they found uh, the grave of a of a great Viking warrior somewhere in Scandinavia, mm. um, and it was found in like 1890 something. And then all these historians wrote about this grave and this find, and like it must have been a giant, like ginormous, amazing warrior king whatever and then they reevaluated the bones from the people they found in that grave mm. um with modern technology um just a few years ago and then they revised the whole thing and said well actually it's true that was a war warrior clearly with all the way the grave was put up on the ruler but it was a woman Right. Uh, and then that's very interesting and then that like changes the whole story right of okay well was society actually organized like that and like mm. if not how was it and you know it really yeah 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 mm. i mean there could be female warriors and some culture right or, yeah and and you know <laughs> yeah but it, it's i think it's so interesting because it really makes you realize or it illustrates just how much you know, we read, mm. we tend to project into certain things just because for us it's so all-consumingly normal. Uh, like yeah, we, we yeah. tend to not see other possibilities, even as a possibility or like, yeah. So I do think mm. probably queer historians, it's not like for definitely, I'm sure, like... Could you know, reinterpret, yeah, certain... Right, mm. right. So I don't so. think it's like a crazy thing. I, I, I do. Think no, no, no. Mm. But there are some discussions because there obviously <laughs> oh. there's not much evidence, and then well, uh, I guess mm, the that's traditional historians argue. Oh, well, of course. They were not gay. There were no gay people in history. <laughs> there were no women, no workers. There's only history of rulers with yes, penises. Yes, yes. Mm. 
<laughs> Are we allowed to say these words? <laughs> I think we 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 tick the explicit box on our podcast. So. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I think you have to call things as they are. <laughs> There's uh, Rosa Luxemburg said that that it's 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 the it it stays the most revolutionary thing to say what is so. Uh, mm. Direct. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's good. Cool. Well, we should do some like closing remarks. Yes. Evaluating the drama. Actually, I like these scenes that you were describing, but I didn't watch all of it yet. Mm. When uh, he discovers the love of uh, to the crown prince, yeah, but doesn't really question the gender, uh, yeah, or his yeah. sexuality, but just accepts it. I, I like yeah. that message yeah. of it so mm. far. Definitely. I mean, there's like uh, a little, like a tiny little struggle where he sits on a lake and is like, "Well, I've got these feelings for a man. Well, that's good for nothing." And then he throws a stone in the lake. But then he goes on and like <laughs> kisses him and is like, "I'm gonna stay by your side forever and I'm gonna protect you. And I don't care what." And it's, it's so nice. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, that really is, mm. is like new. I think yeah. for also compared to the other gender swap ones because yeah. they, they kind of discover that early on. Maybe they discover it too early then and mm. and the other dramas too like really yeah. develop it that much. But yeah. uh in the in the case of To the Beautiful You, which I rewatched recently, like some episodes mm. to compare it, uh it wasn't as well done because it's a quite old one mm. from the early 2000s i think yeah 2009 or something but mm. uh yes the only the second main lead kind of falls in love with him being like pretending mm. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it's not as it's a bit like too much <laughs> i don't know yeah it does it wasn't as natural but yeah, in this yeah, one yeah. it seems very natural yeah no i i really like it i really like that about this drama and i think that's also quite radical like yeah to, yeah, yeah. to have that um, dimension of it or let it develop that long i mean really he only finds out in episode like 13 or something that that mm. she's a woman and it doesn't change much for him he's just like oh right. <laughs> <laughs> you've got boobies that's fine <laughs> okay. i still love you <laughs> <laughs> well these are not very explicit though like what i always think mm. uh, uh yeah anyways <laughs> they don't they don't talk about body parts like, oh no they like, don't <laughs> i'm talking about body parts <laughs> i'm not talking about body parts <laughs> no but i mean it's it i thought that in the beginning when when the king the queen says well now you be the man and then oh. like okay but the body will change and all that yeah how they do it how will they keep it a secret it doesn't mm. make any sense and stuff but well maybe it's good to not like think too much about it. no <laughs> and I, I, I do think it's it's definitely possible i mean and also like if you have that much power it's very like you know it's very costly to to and also because he kind of grew up as a as a as a child like since he's a child in the palace right mm. so there's not much um reasons Exposure for people to question to, to question yeah, it yeah. right because it's all very gradual um mm. so i think just like his closest like servants and all these mm. uh in the palace people yeah. so to say yeah but then yeah he's lucky that he has these two 
servants who always who know the secret and are always yeah, by yeah, his yeah. side and stuff. Mm. I mean, without it, it would be like very problematic. Like hard. To, no, yeah. you can't do it without. I don't yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Mm. And then we know that, for example, this one cousin or like distant uh, relative. The second male lead finds out too, by, yeah, yeah, and some people find out over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, mm, no, well. it's true. But um, yeah, any other any other closing remarks? Yeah, just that I was kind of like positively surprised by this historical yeah. drama. It was I actually know. quite uh, interesting. That's why, and, yeah. That's why I, that's why I recommended it to you. I would not I would not just recommend any story. I would not put you through all of this for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I I also yeah, and and how would you like I mean you've only seen like eight episodes, but like how would you rate it out of ten? Oh yeah, well I think we need to see the ending for that. That's why I was a bit like hesitant to rate it now, but mm. Uh, well, so far, like seven, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite high for you for historical for drama. Historical, so, um, I suppose, well, yeah. Well done, Kim. What, what about team. you? What about you, Eddie? Oh, well, um, my closing remarks, I, no, I really... Favorite scenes, I, rating, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I really, I really enjoyed this drama like so far, and I'm, I'm looking forward. To, I, I wonder how they will solve it at the end. So I'm still like very intrigued by the last two episodes, like because I mean, I doubt that she will stay the king, and I don't know. But I wonder how they, how they solve it without everyone dying. Mm. So that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and no, but yeah, I think, I think it's a, it's a really interesting drama. I really enjoy the. I really enjoyed the two like main leads. I, I like their chemistry and I really like the way she uh Pakunbin is um portraying that like girl like woman playing a man and yeah I think I think she's doing a, a really good job. It's very um convincing, I think. Yeah. Um yeah. I really like that. And yeah, so I would I have to oh. I have to kind of confess that I actually favored the second male lead over the first one <laughs> do you <laughs> he's very oh nice God. and like he is like very nice a, mm, helpful but obviously later he doesn't yeah. get as much screen time as he doesn't i know oh, mainly which is unfortunate that's true no the thing is i <laughs> usually like nine times out of ten i'm always in favor of the second male lead and this one i really like but um i think in this case just because <laughs> Jung Ji-yoon is just so handsome I'm like no man I'd, I'd definitely go for that one <laughs> and also because he's just very nice usually I feel that yeah, main, nice main leads tend to be more toxic than the second male leads mm. and that's why I, for some reason I, I don't know I think that's a general impression I think uh, that's why I tend to prefer the second male leads because they're less toxic and usually <laughs> and quite nice depends depends depends, depends but usually quite nice um and but in this case both are just very nice so yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. but it is not a tough so much choice to not so much toxic mm. masculinity there yeah no, <laughs> actually that's... good yeah surprisingly because nuktu had a lot of fighting scenes and all that's that true. this one is more like mm. in the palace about yeah. teaching 
and Teaching. reading classical reading Chinese on scripts. <laughs> we were back on the scripts. Oh, amazing! Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So nine out of ten, seven out of ten. Great drama. Mm-hmm. Everyone, watch it. And <laughs> tell us what you think uh, on Twitter or Facebook or on our email address, um, kdramafreton at gmail.com. And we'd love to discuss more things with you if you have any suggestions as to what we should watch or if there's a certain theory or, I don't know, person you want us to talk about, also just send us <laughs> anything, really. We're desperate. A person. We're desperate <laughs> for messages and we're going to send us something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is already the end of our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If so, please leave us a comment or write us on Facebook or Twitter or via our email address kdramafilton at gmail.com. We are always happy to hear from our listeners. So, from you, basically. Um, Be it suggestions of dramas to review or critique of course, um, praise or just wanting to say hello and have a chat about the latest goss that's going on in K-drama world. We always, always appreciate your time and opinions. Now go back to watching your dramas, stay critical, as always, and we cannot wait to see you for our next episode. Goodbye. Annyeong.